welcome to episode 33 of Continuous Quality Compliance. Today I'm talking about data protection. What do we mean by data protection? The Information Commissioner's Office describes it as data protection is about ensuring people can trust you to use their data fairly and responsibly. If you collect information about individuals for any reason other than your own personal, family or household purposes, you need to comply. The UK data protection regime is set out in the DPA 2018 along with the GDPR, which also forms part of UK law. It takes a flexible risk-based approach, which puts the onus on you to think about and justify how and why you use data. The ICO regulates data protection in the UK. They offer advice and guidance, promote good practice, they carry out audits, they consider complaints, they monitor compliance, and they do take enforcement action where appropriate. Most people ask, does it apply to me? Yes. If you have information about people for any business or other non-household purpose, the law applies to any processing of personal data. So therefore, it applies to most businesses and organisations. However, the ICO is not prescriptive in its approach because that just would not be tenable. Every organisation is different and there is no one-size-fits-all answer. Data protection law doesn't set many absolute rules. Instead, it takes a risk-based approach based on some key principles. This means it's flexible and it can be applied to a huge range of organisations and situations. And it also means that it doesn't act as a barrier to doing things in new ways. This flexibility means that you do need to take responsibility for the specific ways you use personal data and whether and how you comply depends on exactly why and how you use the data. And often there's more than one way to comply. I want to talk about some of the terms used because sometimes they can be a bit confusing. So what actually is personal data? What do we mean when we talk about personal data? In short, personal data means information about a particular living individual. This might be anyone, including a customer, a client, an employee, a partner, member, business contact. And it doesn't need to be private information. Even information which is public knowledge or is about someone's professional life can be personal data. It doesn't cover truly anonymous information, but if you could still identify someone from the details or by combining it with other information, that does count as personal data. Processing. Almost anything you do with data counts as processing, including collecting it, recording it, storing it, using it, analysing it, combining it, disclosing it or deleting it. Controller is another word that the ICO use. A controller is the person that decides how and why to collect and use the data. This will usually be an organisation, but it can be an individual issue as sole trader. If you are an employee acting on behalf of your employer, the employer would be the controller. The controller must make sure that the processing of the data complies with data protection law. So in this guide, they generally use the term organisation or you to mean the controller. A processor is a separate person 
or organization, not an employee who processes data on behalf of the controller and in accordance with their instructions. Processes do have some direct legal obligations, but these are more limited than the controller's obligations. They also use the term data subject. What does that mean? That is the technical term for the individual whom particular personal data is about. So you can use individual. The DPA 2018 sets out the framework for data protection law in the UK. It updated and replaced the Data Protection Act 1998. And alongside the GDPR, it um, tailors how the GDPR applies in the UK. So what is the GDPR? The GDPR sets out the key principles, rights and obligations for most processing of personal data. But it does not apply to processing for law enforcement purposes or the areas outside EU law, such as national security or defence. I do recommend that you visit the ICO website to get the latest information on the GDPR. If you're a sole trader, there is a guide for you, as well as if you're a SME. There's also guidance around children's data. Children need particular protection when you're collecting and processing their personal data because they may be less aware of the risks involved. If you process children's personal data, then you should think about the need to protect them from the outset and design your systems and processes with this in mind. Compliance with the data protection principles and in particular fairness should be central to all your processing of children's personal data. You also need to have a lawful basis for processing a child's personal data. Consent is one possible lawful basis for processing, but it's not the only option. Sometimes using an alternative basis is more appropriate and provides better protection for the child. If you are relying on the consent as your lawful basis for processing when offering an online service directly to a child, in the UK only children aged 13 or over are able to provide their own consent. For children under this age, you need to get consent from whoever has parental responsibility. The ICO has detailed guidance on this. It's important to read it and make sure that you're meeting the data protection guidance. They also have checklists, which you can use if you, so you know you're meeting the criteria. They've just devised the assessment framework as well. They also have a useful guidance index. There's also guidance for different sectors. So you go to the sector that applies to you and you look at that and it gives you more appropriate guidance for that sector. You do need to think about privacy notices. And again, there's guidance around that on their website. You have to think about subject access requests and what that means for you and your organisation. Your clients have a right to ask for information on their records. They can ask for it to be corrected also to be deleted if they are no longer your client. Therefore, it's important to also know where their information is being uh, located and stored within your organisation. Um, it's a good idea to have forms that collects all this as well. And so you need to think of the assets that you have that collects the information and the information is stored on. The thing to bear in mind is if you use CCTV, there's guidance around this. So you should look at that. And also remember, you need to look at the Guide to Privacy and Electronic Communications as well, known as the PECR. This applies to your website, uh, emails, email marketing, cookies on your website. You also, if you have a personal data breach, you have to inform the ICO. And most organisations will need to be registered with the ICO. You get a certificate when you register. 
As I said before, they've introduced the accountability framework, which is really useful for organisations to do a gap analysis. It has 10 categories which are important for every organisation, records management being one of them. Now, records management is important for CQC, so it's really good to look at that. What accountability does is it enables you to minimise the risks of what you do with personal data by putting in place appropriate effective policies, procedures and measures. This must be proportionate to the, to the risk, which can vary depending on the amount of data being handled or transferred, its sensitivity and the technology you use. Now, records management is important. The ICO defines record management as good records management supports good data governance and data protection. Wider benefits include supporting information access, making sure that you can find information about past activities and enabling the more effective use of resources. Some of the consequences of poor records management include poor decisions, failure to handle information securely and inefficiencies. Information security also supports good data governance and it itself is a legal data protection requirement. Poor information security leaves your systems and services at risk and may cause real harm and distress to individuals. And in some cases, it can endanger lives. I myself, I'm, I'm not a great believer in reinventing the wheel. The ICO has so much useful information about data protection, and they are the entity that's responsible for it. So really do use their website. It's really useful. It's also important to train your staff on data protection at an appropriate level. It's a vast area, so I can't go into detail about every aspect of it. Have a look on the ICO website. And if you want more information or would like to work with me to look at it closely, then you can email me, taruna at teacherhandconsultancy.co.uk. Thanks for tuning in please rate and review the podcast. Do subscribe to the podcast so you don't miss any episodes.